0: Welcome to the Money Mentors Podcast. My name is Nathan Lear and once again, I'm here with my colleague, Glenn Fairburn. Today, we will be discussing the Christmas credit card blues. Um, now, this time of year is quite uh, prevalent for people to go ahead and, and buy a lot of things on their credit card um, for for Christmas gifts. So we're going to discuss this topic in a little bit of detail and and, and perhaps some tips to help you manage how you use your credit card over this period. Uh, Today, we are proudly brought to you by Hewison Private Wealth. Hewison Private Wealth is one of Australia's leading independent wealth management firms. Um, We hope you enjoy the podcast. (music)
1: Welcome everyone to this week's podcast, obviously a pretty exciting time of the year leading into Christmas. Uh, this week, Nathan and I were pretty keen to just talk about, I suppose, the impact of all of that Christmas spending and, and and discuss a few tips to hopefully try and avoid that post-Christmas uh, credit card um, blues. Um, I, I was actually a bit surprised, I suppose, just looking through a few stats, Nathan, just with regards to how much people are actually spending, um, on average, the Aussies spend around $1,000 each over that sort of Christmas period. Um, But but I suppose that the more alarming part of it was that 36% of that expenditure is made on credit card. Um, And I suppose in addition to that is that quite often when people are using credit cards, they tend to spend 35% more than if they used cash. So I suppose a lot of those things can be quite alarming in that people are spending money they don't have on gifts that perhaps people don't need. Um, so, as I said, we're just keen to have a bit of a discussion about some of those tips. Is there anything that you wanted to kick off with, uh, Nathan? I
0: suppose, yeah. I suppose the obvious thing with credit cards is it is easier to spend spend more on an item because you know when you don't maybe have that tangible cash in your hand, it's a bit easier to spend spend a bit more. But look, that you could probably argue that that's the way that society is is trending with with a cashless society. So. Probably whether it's Christmas or any time of the year, you know, I'd, we'd caution people to if you're using a credit card and it might be a bit easier because you've got a credit limit, it's not cash where it's cash in your bank, in, bank account necessarily, it is a bit easier to spend a bit more. So probably just- well, I think just it's a, probably
1: easier to spend more when it's not your money, isn't it? I, I, yeah. You know, I, I think that's probably the the, the danger as, as you're leading to Christmas, obviously um, doing all your Christmas shopping is that you've obviously got a number of gifts that you need to buy and- If you haven't done, I suppose, one of the key things that we'd be, um, I suppose, suggesting to most people is that you probably shouldn't be waiting to December to put in place the appropriate plan. I know that you you can probably start pretty early just by having a budget and perhaps setting aside a certain amount each week or each pay period so you're actually having that lump sum available to you come December or, or late November where you've already got those funds set aside. I mean, in an ideal world, you've got the funds set aside um uh, for your Christmas shopping, as opposed to working in the reverse, putting it all on the credit card, and then you know come post christmas you've got that credit card bill to uh th- to try and sort of pay off as quickly as you can
0: in our in our second podcast, we did one on budgeting and and I believe christmas shopping sh- Christmas purchases should be a budget item, as you'd have said shouldn't be any surprises at Christmas you know if you're going to spend two thousand dollars a year on on gifts for your family friends and whatever that two thousand dollars should be in your in your budget and as you said you've either saved for it or have that money allocated so definitely shouldn't be any surprises at this time of year
1: oh, so so would it be to effectively look to look at what you spent last year and perhaps add a percentage to that and just embed that into your budget would that be sort of the way to go
0: I think that'd be a fair way to do it. Look at what you did last year and yeah, maybe add a little bit more for inflation. Everything rises each year. So I think that's, that's a good way to do it.
1: So what are some of the other things? I mean, as far as budgeting goes, I suppose more uh, on the micro side of things, would it be to actually have a, a more specific budget? So we're probably talking about more so um, as part of your financial budget, having a lump sum of money set aside. Is the additional layer onto that actually... Um, doing that little bit more work, working through who you have to buy gifts for, how much you want to spend, and then adding that up and make sure that it actually falls within that budget and then sticking to it?
0: Sure. Be be organized. Organize a list. So before you go to the shops, you kind of know the, the framework and how much you've got to spend and you can and you can stick within that. So like anything in life, yeah, I'd, I'd say be organized and have a list.
1: And I think the other advantage of having a list is that it takes away the – suppose the uh, temptation for all that sort of impulse buying and that's where things can get really dangerous isn't it where you go to the shops um, you've got your credit card in hand um, there's perceived deals and, and then you make those impulse buys without really thinking about it too much whereas if you go into the stores prepared have a list have a budget um, at, at least then you're sticking towards you know a, a set level of funds that hopefully is affordable with within your budget
0: yeah, that's right and, and be be smart about your shopping and 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 there's other ways you can you can do that by you know looking for if money is tight perhaps and and you know you're worried about the credit card building up you know look for look for deals. There's plenty of websites out there these days where they offer offer certain deals. I think you know you mentioned even earlier before we started this you know Boxing Day um, often you can buy the same thing half price.
1: So, I mean, there's only so many people you can see on Christmas Day, isn't yeah. there? So <laughs> without sort of sounding too too much of a Scrooge, I mean, if you can. Uh, Delay your expenditure to Boxing Day. If you're going to see people sort of post-Christmas and you've got gifts and so forth, I mean, there are some good deals where you can actually save some money. So I think, you know, as I was saying, people don't want to be a Scrooge at that time of the year. But in the end, uh, I think if you can save some money and and avoid adding too much onto the credit card, uh, it it does hold you in good stead longer term as well. And I suppose just in more generic type tips that people could look at... um, and we do it within our workplace. It's it's Chris Kingle, isn't it? I mean, that that's just a way to where everyone gets a gift but you don't feel obliged to buy everyone something because that can, be, can become really costly. So, I think that's probably a common thing within work groups but I'm not sure whether you've got much experience within sort of families, whether they do it as well. It's not a bad idea.
0: Yeah, we, we do KK within, our, within my broader family, you know, siblings, parents. Uh, look, we buy for children like most, yeah, most people yeah. do but… Yeah, we do KK, and it works really well. It means you don't have to spend as much, and you don't have to do as much shopping. So. I think it's
1: a great idea. Yeah. I think that people tend to be a little bit uncomfortable, sort of bringing up these different ideas. as I said earlier, they don't want to sort of come across as a Scrooge. But you'd be surprised how many people are in a similar position and how open, perhaps, people would be to um, doing a KK within family groups. As you were saying, Nathan, I mean, in particular with adults, you sort of feel like you're giving them a gift, they're giving you a gift. And I know that it's you know it's a thought that counts and so forth, but I think you get the same sort of reward um with just a Chris kringle. I think that's 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 a great sort of idea for people to consider and just have chats with and as you said kids only um that that's something that we've done within our family where you know as the family groups grow and there's more and more children and as, as you sort of get a bit older it sort of becomes more about them and I think in a lot of ways it's just for for a lot of people it's just unnecessary strain on their finances, isn't it?
0: Mm-hmm. And it's the whole the whole concept of giving a gift is it's the thought that counts, so I mean yes, it's nice to receive a a nice shiny I don't know brand new iPhone or something like that that might be a couple thousand dollars, but at the end of the day it's the it's the thought that counts I know when I receive a gift it's as long as you are <laughs> the person that's giving that gift puts the effort in and buys you something that they've chosen i don't particularly care if it's that expensive or not
1: no exactly and I think just. Um, on the technology side of things, there are a number of apps that we spoke about in in our second podcast there about budgeting. There's an app which is um, called Track My Spend um, and you can actually nominate a spending limit. Um, Look, we're all about prudent financial management. It's not about constraining what you're spending and and being a miserable person. It's really just about taking control of your finances but not putting yourself in a position where you're regretting that expenditure because as I said, I think the real danger is Um, that impulse buying where you're in the store you're you're in a rush like a lot of people leave it to the last minute and that's probably another thing is plan ahead have that list and maybe start your shopping early because I know what it's like even personally if you're leaving it to the last minute you're sort of rushing around you're just buying whatever you can Mm -hmm. uh, and that can really add up over a period of time as well Um, so my suggestion would be not only have that list um, and itemize, but also tracking your expenditure as well and starting early
0: probably definitely all all great points probably one of the I'll say the more concerning points that I saw. We we're doing just a little bit of research before this in, in terms of statistics and one of the most concerning pieces of information that I saw was that Australians have I think it was fifty one billion dollars owing on, on credit
1: cards. Yeah. And thirty one billion of that is accruing interest. Exactly. So it's already bad and Christmas just makes it worse, yeah.
0: doesn't it? So that that's I mean that that's I'd say that's fairly alarming because we all know credit card interest rates are around you know the 20% mark perhaps so that's a lot of money 30 billion you know for Australians paying interest at high rates potentially around 20 percent Now one of the banks are uh, like issuing credit cards
1: definitely and I think that's probably a, a really good point we've sort of spoken about things that people can do early but for people listening now that haven't done any of that that sort of stuff they're probably thinking well it's it's too late for me I'm doomed I suppose just in relation to that, like with credit cards, if you've sort of had to put uh, some of your Christmas shopping on on your credit card, I suppose one idea to look at in in the early new year is to actually review the credit card that you've got, look at what interest rates being paid, and, and do you, do your um, homework? You know, shop around, look at perhaps credit cards that have interest free periods, um, that perhaps have lower interest rates at least then you've, you've, I suppose, the money that you then put towards repaying that credit card in the new year, um, more of it goes towards principal repayments instead of interest. Because if you build up that credit card debt and you're paying 20% in interest, it becomes very difficult to repay that um, quickly, doesn't it? Sometimes it just hangs around forever.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, and also uh, balance transfers, We, I don't necessarily suggest it's a good thing to keep, you know, quite often if you sign up to a new credit card, they'll give you a a, a, a one-year interest-free on a balance transfer or something like that. So if you did rack up some debt and you are paying interest, maybe that is something you could consider. Obviously, you've got to be really careful. We wouldn't propose that, you, you know, you, every year you just keep looking to roll it over to a new institution for an interest-free period. But that that look, that might be a solution to help some people get out of trouble. And like you said, just to focus on paying it down and not worry about the interest.
1: And even refinancing. I mean, if you've got an existing... Uh sort of home loan in place, interest rates at the moment, 4 or 5%. As we were saying earlier, ideal world, you're avoiding debt altogether. Um, but if it's too late and you haven't had time to put that budget in place and, you, and you've used a credit card because it's just easy, you can get the transactions done pretty quickly. Um, obviously, Nathan, you were talking about using um, interest-free periods or, or transfer balances and so forth, but also just redrawing against your home loan, getting that interest rate um, lower so that you can hopefully repay it quicker.
0: Yeah, if you've got capacity um, within your home loan to pay interest rates at four or five percent, that's definitely a, a smart way to do it. As opposed to, yeah, as we said before, perhaps twenty percent for a, a credit card. And also, just a point, you know, you said earlier, do do your research with with your credit cards because, look, at the end of the day, these financial institutions that issue the credit cards are in business to make money. So, you know, quite often, there can be a little bit of marketing spin. You know, sign up and you'll get. You know, a bonus period or an introductory rate, and then after that period elapses, um, a really hefty uh, interest rate can kick in, or something like that. So, so just as you said earlier, we stress that if you do have a credit card, just understand it um, because there can be complexities. You know, if you dig into the detail, that can hurt
1: some people. So, I mean, just touching off once again on things that you can do in the new financial, sorry, in the new calendar year, um, to repay that. Credit card, debt. it's really just refocusing, isn't it? Just reviewing your finances. Um, if you're bringing forward that expenditure, um, you know, I think we've spoken a little bit about you know delayed gratification, where you sort of go through the pain now and, and have that sort of joy down the track where you can make that expenditure. But if you're bringing forward expenditure and using funds that you don't have, eventually there has to be that little bit of uh, financial strain at some point. So I think it will mean that if you go too hard over that Christmas period. Uh, i think you just got to be prepared in the new year to really knuckle down and focus on repaying that debt otherwise if you if you can't repay it it just that cycle just repeats itself again next year doesn't it yeah. and it just makes it worse and worse
0: and, and and credit cards can be you know can be if used appropriately they can be very beneficial i know i know i i think i you do it the same way as myself where i use my credit card for most most, ex, most expenses then i'll pay it off each month within the i think it's the 44 day interest free period so I mean, if you're smart about it, you can use the bank's money for purchases and then I think the key is you just got to be, be smart about how you pay it back off, don't you?
1: Absolutely. Look, we're pretty keen to make this podcast fairly short, sharp, just hit the key points, give people some ideas leading into Christmas and also after Christmas. So, So I suppose just to review the sort of key points that we've spoken about, number one would be trying to plan as early as possible. So getting that budget in place, looking at how much you may need to set aside each week or each pay period to assist you meeting those, um, you know, the cost of gifts later on in the year. Prepare lists, so look at who you need to buy gifts for and how much you need to allocate and, and try and stick to that. And as I said earlier, there's a number of apps that you can use to help you track that expenditure. Um, ideally, don't use the credit card. If you've got that cash set aside, um, it's always a lot more cost effective to use your savings as opposed to credit card. If you do need to use the credit card, there are a number of options to look at in the new year, whether that's refinancing from an existing home loan, personal loan, but also looking at other credit cards. Um, We hope that you found today's podcast insightful, always interested um, in your feedback or anything to add. Um, We look forward to speaking to you again next week.
0: Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Now, please remember that our podcast does provide only general advice and we haven't considered your uh, individual circumstances. Uh, once again, uh, please check out our sponsor's website and that is Hewison Private Wealth. Um, the website address is www.hewison.com.au. We're always looking for uh, good feedback. So if you have any topic suggestions or feedback of any nature, uh, please email us at moneymentors at hewison.com.au. Um, we'd also uh, really appreciate if you could subscribe to the podcast, um, also rate our podcast and also leave any feedback uh, via that channel. Um, and also, uh, just with our sponsor, and Private Wealth, please do look out for them on social media, uh, in particular, Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn. Uh, we look forward to having you next time.